What's up, everybody? Welcome into A to Z Sports Picks. Brian and I are going to have a great show for you this Friday. Get y'all set up for the betting weekend. Brian, my man, looking sharp as always. How are we doing? Thank you, brother. You as well. Uh, we got some big games this weekend. Let's talk about them. Yeah, we do. All right, everybody. Welcome in A to Z Sports Picks. I'm Alan Bell of CBS Sports Line alongside Brian Edwards of VegasInsider.com. A to Z Sports Picks is brought to you every Friday by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Uh, visit BetMGM right now. Use promo code A to Z Sports. That's A T O Z Sports to get a risk free bet of up to $1,000 on pro football, any pro football game that you want. That's BetMGM, the king of sports books. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older. Must be present in the state of Tennessee. For gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800 889 So, Brian, you know what? We're going to waste zero time. Tennessee, Georgia, game of the week. Might be the game of the year. Georgia, an eight-and-a-half-point favorite here at home. Hit me with it, bro. What you got? Uh, Vols all day, man. I think the Vols are going to win outright. Uh, You know, Will Levis comes into Knoxville. They hold him to 98 uh, passing yards. They intercept him three times. They sack him four times. The defense now is starting to seemingly come around when Tennessee's had the best offense in the country all year. And, you know, they get uh, McCullough back last week after he had been suspended a couple of games. The veteran uh, three-year starter at safety had four tackles, a pass breakup. They let Cedric Tillman shake the rust off. I know he only had four catches for 22 yards, but he had a couple catches nullified due to penalties. It was on a limited snap count, but, you know, he got that first game out of the way and should be closer to 100% this week. And, you know, everybody knows what a great season Hendon Hooker's having. Uh, just I won't bore everybody with all the stats, but 21 to 1 TDINT ratio, four rushing touchdowns, which brings his career numbers to 74 to 11 TDINT ratio, along with 24 rushing touchdowns. He's just had one of the more underappreciated uh, collegiate careers in recent memory until the last month or so. And now this is his Heisman moment to shine. And I think he's going to come through. Uh, Georgia will have a really good plan. And I'm sure Tennessee will be held to, you know, less points than they've been scoring against everybody else. But uh, I I think the Vols are going to get it done, man. Obviously, I'm going to have more on them. Plus uh, the eight, I actually got it at nine uh, first thing Sunday. Um, And uh, and again, I I got a little bit of the money line. And I also packaged them in a money line parlay with LSU, which when I did it early in the week, I actually got a 16 to one payout on my on my on one of my accounts, the other ones weren't offering that much, but um, I still think right now with the current money line prices, I still think you can get anywhere from twelve to fourteen to one odds on a money line parlay with LSU and Tennessee to win outright. Small change, small risk, big reward. Uh, LSU is obviously going to be one of my picks. We'll talk about that here in a minute. Back to you. Yeah, man. Uh, look, I, look. All right, looking at the spread, I agree. Bet Tennessee. Because there's really two ways to go about this game for Georgia. Do the, you know, the, the standard, hey, we're going to keep the ball away from Tennessee, which really hasn't worked. Uh, to be completely honest with you, Billy Napier is the only coach that kind of had, uh, like, the game plan, right? Like, you go about it kind of how the Jaguars do now with Doug Peterson. Screw it. Like, we're going to go for fourth downs. We've got a quarterback who can move. Like, I think that's that's kind of the key. Um, so Georgia can try that which that generally means a low-scoring game. Give me the eight. Or 
you can get into a shootout, which people are not giving Georgia enough credit. They could score. <laughs> like, this team is good. Oh, yeah. Very, very, very good offensively. Um, it's ran through the, you know, big tight ends, um, blocking well, schematically very well. These two teams, quite frankly, are built the same in this sense that it all centers around a safe quarterback protecting him and giving them time. They're both veterans in terms of their age, been around, give them time to operate, and go. I think defensive play is going to be a significant factor here. Georgia could get after Hidden Hooker a little bit, right? But long story short, I'm with you. Like, eight? Yeah, take it. Now, I'm going to ask you this. Not an official pick or anything, but while we're, like, breaking this game down. And I'll go first if you want me to. The total, 65, okay? Now, I've heard all week, you know, cappers and all kinds of people that I super respect break the game down, and I haven't really heard anything stupid. But there are a lot of different game scripts of how this thing could go. I've seen people take the under and break down why, and it makes sense to me to where Georgia theoretically could say, you know what, we're going to win a 30-27 to 27 type game, right? Like, we're going to limit you. Good luck. That makes sense to me. I've also seen to where Georgia's won five straight over Tennessee by 23 points or more. Now, these are two completely different teams, especially Tennessee side. That being said, I could see, like, I could see both teams scoring. Like, I could see this thing going into a shootout and Georgia holding their own, right? Like, you know, uh, 35-32, something. Like, I-, I could see the over coming in as well. Um, I-, I think if I had to make one play on the total, I think I'd play the over. Also, let me tell you my favorite bet, and I've already placed it, Tennessee first half team total over 13 and a half. That's my favorite play in this game. I'm oh, sorry, say, get- say that again. Tennessee Alan? first half. Team total over 13 and a half. Does Tennessee oh, I like score? that too. I like yeah. that also. Does Tennessee get, I mean, they last year against that historically great Georgia defense, Tennessee led the first quarter 10-7, right? Like, I, I I think Tennessee's modus operandi in the first quarter, first half of these games, is, I don't, they're not going to change anything of what they do, right? Two touchdowns? Yeah. I mean, they might, they could be losing. Could be 21-14. I don't know. Could be 14-0. I mean, this thing could go in a million different ways. But I think that Tennessee scores 14 points in the first half. So, yeah, I'm going to roll that. All right, your thoughts there, man, on the total. Well, five of Tennessee's eight games have gone over this number, this, uh, this total that we have. Yeah. What, what, 65 right now, 66? Yep. 65. 65. So five of Tennessee's eight games have gone over that. But Georgia's highest scoring game of the season was last uh, last week against Florida, 62. So all eight games for Georgia have gone under. With that, that's just me pointing that out. I, I have no opinion on the total, although I really do like your team total over 13 and a half in the first half with the Vols. But I, I'm leaving. I mean, I'll, I'll if I can get that, I'll, I'll play the team total over first half for a little bit. But my I'm. I'm sinking my eggs into the Vols plus nine basket. I know that nine's not available now, but that's what I got early in the week. All right, here's another question for you. Then we'll move on to, to all college football. Take a guess. Let's play, let's play a little game here real quick. Oh, sure. Take a guess at what you think Tennessee's team total is in the first quarter. 
seven and a half with some wacky juice on it? Six and a half. So, I mean, your, your thought process is correct. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say seven and a half where they're going to. With crazy juice. Like, it, that's it. Yeah. 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 Six and a half. So, how much do you have to pay on the over at six and a half? Does one fifteen. Oh, only one fifty. I was thinking it'd be more, like minus one thirty or something. Oh, yeah. so I'm not. Here's I'm not question. against that over as well. Yeah, I was going to say. Here's the question: Does Tennessee score a touchdown in the first quarter? I say yes. I do too. Like I know. So, it, like it. I, if I were a book, there's no way. Like. You're going to give me six and a half and 13 and a half? Yeah, you you, you heard what I said. If I'm the yeah, book, it's going like, to be seven and a half for I'm sure. Gonna, yeah, I'm going to make you go seven and a half, 14 and a half. You know what I mean? I'm not even going to give you the push insurance. So, yeah, if you, yes. could, if you see six and a half, 13 and a half, like, mm, they got to play that. All right, college football. Throw it to you, man. What do you got? All right, man. Actually, uh, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Hold on that because I want to talk real quick. Omaha Stakes. I threw that on you, Brian. That's my fault. Fall is in oh, the you're air. You're good. You're good. And that means fall grilling with cookouts, tailgate parties, and so much more. Luckily, the flavor experts at Omaha Steaks have made it easy to savor all the flavors of fall with their mouth-watering assortments of perfectly good aged steaks, ultra-juicy burgers, and easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Now is the perfect time to load up, Brian, on all this incredible flavor. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide by shopping their friends and family sale. Go to omahasteaks.com. And use my promo code A to Z, that's A-T-O-Z, at checkout to get $30 off your order. Don't wait. Go to OmahaSteaks.com and stock up today. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It's the best steak of your life. Guaranteed, Brian. And don't forget to score that extra $30 off your order when you use A to Z at checkout. Omaha Steaks is perfect for those chilly and busy fall nights. You won't come close to getting this kind of quality at the grocery store. Visit OmahaSteaks.com, promo code A to Z at checkout. Minimum order may be required. Now, that's a perfect stake. I need some perfect picks. All right? College football, what do you got this weekend, buddy? Break it down. All right, let's go LSU plus 14. Let's buy that half point from 13 and a half to the key number. So LSU at home this year is four and one, both straight up and against the spread. The only loss, obviously, being that one uh, to the Vols. And uh, in LSU's last six as a home underdog, they're four one and one against the spread with four outright wins, and that that only uh, non cover against the Vols. Um, they've played their best football the last two games since Tennessee whooped up on. They're getting them. better by the week. Like uh, agreed, yeah. And co- coaching, you know that that's yeah. what happens. Teams that are well coached get better as they go, and so they win 45-35 at Florida. They beat uh, an unbeaten team at the time, and Ole Miss uh, 45-20 in those two games. Jaden Daniels had five touchdown passes without an interception and six rushing touchdowns. Alabama has not struggled much over the last decade or so and change, uh, but when they have struggled, it's normally with a quarterback that's elusive in the pocket that keeps plays alive, can actually, you know, scramble for th- first downs on third and nine, things of this nature. Jaden Daniels fits that description to a T. But more than anything to me, it's that Alabama, since the start of last season, which coincides with Bill O'Brien as offensive coordinator, who I think has done an awful job, um, especially this year, um, they are two and five against the spread in seven road games, two outright losses at Tennessee and then at a- A&M last year. However, they could easily be two and five, both straight up and against the spread in their last seven road games. The Texas game, if Ewers doesn't get hurt, if Texas doesn't miss that chip shot field goal, if Texas makes one of 
three or four other plays they could have made to win that game. Uh, the Auburn game last year, if Tank Bigsby stays in bounds, if they, they pinned him like, uh, inside the five with less than two minutes left, and Alabama had no timeouts, and they had like they, I think they Alabama converted at least one for fourth down on that drive, maybe two, um, and that's what forced the overtime. You know, so Auburn had many plays they could have made. It would just make one of them, and they win the Iron Bowl last year. And then the Florida game, Florida misses an extra point and therefore has to go for two and misses that and loses by two. And there were three just absolutely horrible calls that went against Florida in the first quarter. So they were very close to losing those three plus the Tennessee and plus A&M. So it's clear they're struggling on the road the last two years. And this is a big number. LSU's playing its best football. Every year when Alabama goes to LSU, and they haven't lost there in 12 years, um, they've got an enormous coaching advantage. Um, I, they don't have an enormous coaching advantage if they have in, any advantage. And, and uh, with Bill O'Brien calling the plays offensively, I, I think the coaching is a wash. Maybe even advantage LSU. So I like LSU. All right. There we go. Now, I've got two plays and I have two questions for you. Okay. I'm going to keep it simple. Give me TCU minus eight and a half at home against that's, Texas Tech. It's down to, hey, it's down to eight at quite a few spots now. There we go. Minus I'm on eight. that too. And give me Michigan minus 26 on the road at Rutgers. And I'll tell you why. We are now in the college football playoff rankings portion of the season. And there are two teams that felt completely disrespected by their rankings, TCU and Michigan. So what is the only thing that you can do to appease the college football playoff committee? You beat somebody by a 1,000 points. Style points matter. Blowouts matter. Points matter. All of it. There's no more, uh, you know, we're playing Rutgers. Like, let's take foot off the gas pedal. No, there's no gas. There's, there's no brakes. Like it's all gas pedal now. So these two teams are absolutely motivated with a reason to beat the hell out of Texas tech and Rutgers. I'll ride that. Uh, I'll gladly ride that. All right. Now here are my two questions for you. First, we have a service Academy game this week, army air force. Okay. In the last 80 games or so, between two service academies, the under, under. is like 82%. So it's sitting 40 and a half. Now, Air Force could score, right? They could put up points, but it's 40 and a half. If you had to make a call, where do you go? Yeah, I, um, Tennessee go Lee on the uh, podcast I was on last night, he, he, he didn't go as far back as you're talking about, but I think he said it was 42 and – eight or something like it's in the some last... cra- yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, it's yeah. crazy yeah, yeah it's ridiculous so i mean under i mean, well and it makes sense i mean they have ball control drives they they just clock, run constantly. and they and they um uh have like 15 play drives and sometimes end on a fourth down getting stopped and get no points and eat seven minutes i mean that stuff happens uh with army and air force and navy all the time so i would say under yep okay now what are you doing with Clemson and Notre Dame, okay? Clemson, three-and-a-half-point favorite. It's on the road at Notre Dame. Total of 44-and-a-half. Now, understand this. Notre Dame is 3-0 and against the spread this season against AP-ranked teams. They're also 0-4 against the spread at home this year. It's go time for Clemson. They know exactly what time it is. What are your thoughts there? 
Man, this is a very, very tough game for me. I mean, DJ struggled last game. I thought Syracuse got hosed by the officials. I thought Clemson got some gift calls that basically gave them the win. Um, And, but I, I, Notre Dame is so pedestrian offensively. I mean, they can run it pretty good, got a good O-line. But other than the tight end, they don't really have anything at receiving. They're not good. And their quarterback is not very good. I don't even know if he should be starting at any Power 5 school. He's just not very good. So I would lean Clemson, but I've got a lot of issues with this Clemson team. I mean, look – they, they play in the ACC. They're probably going to win the ACC, and they, they have a good chance if they win this game, very good chance to get to the college football playoff. But I think Clemson's going to get smoked if they get to the college football playoff. I don't like their their team's not nearly as talented as their old teams. Um, but no, with all that said, no. yeah. with all that said, I, I still probably would take Clemson, but I, I'm obviously not betting on this game. Me neither. And, and, I, and I agree with you. Like, it, it's, it's either Clemson or nothing, I think. Like, just so hard to bet on Notre Dame. It, like, I know that they yeah. did what they did against Syracuse. But look, I agree with you. I do not believe in Clemson uh, at all. But and de- I thought they were going to have the best defense in the country. I mean, they, they have a good defense, but I haven't yeah. been impressed with their defense either. Nah. They're, they're just they're, – they're just, I mean, Hartman, not- Hartman just lit those boys up. Six touchdown passes without an interception. If they played the SEC, they'd have three losses. Yes, yes. Like, this Clemson team is not good. But yep. Notre Dame's not good either. Like, no, I'm, no. I'm with you on that. All right, let's move over to the NFL. All right. Let me just throw out what I do like North yeah, Carolina well, minus seven. I, I won't. Virginia's offense, I'll, I'll give one stat. They've scored more than 17 once in their seven games against FBS opponents, and that was 20 against Syracuse. I know UNC has issues defensively, but not as many issues as Virginia has offensively. You know Drake May, 29-3 TDINT ratio. You know Carolina's going to score. So I like Carolina minus seven. I'm not against South Carolina minus seven just because I'd play any any SEC team at Vandy single digits. And uh, I also kind of like that over 48 on South Carolina Vandy. And uh, now we can do some NFL. Nice. I like it. All right, I'll tell you what. I'll go first, the NFL. And uh, let's keep the conversation going. Uh, A to Z Sports on Twitter, YouTube, anywhere, you name it. Um, because obviously we're going to have more picks and props and everything that comes out over the weekend after we get, you know, all the injury reports, et cetera. But right now, and look, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. <laughs> I'm betting the Chiefs minus 12 and a half. Uh, the Titans, this is a horrible matchup for them. Titans are a good football team. Um, but there are, there's one thing that when the Titans go up against, it's a nightmare situation. And it's scoring points. Uh, the Titans just can't play that game. And I, I don't think that they could play it healthy this year. Might get better at it. But there's just not enough offensive production for me. It really comes down to how much do the Chiefs care at the end of the game. Sunday night football at Arrowhead. Gross. Like, get Ryan Tannehill. We don't even know about him. If Malik Willis is there, this line should be 20. They didn't even let him slow. <laughs> Like, I mean, it's just it's a nightmare situation for Tennessee. Uh, I'll just take the Chiefs minus 12 and a half uh, before it gets to 13. Um, I like the Chargers Falcons over 49 and a half. Um, I think the Falcons are going to have massive success on the ground yep. against Los Angeles. I think but Los the Angeles, Chargers are going to throw it all over the yeah, field. Like, on that this is a perfect, secondary. Yeah, this is a perfect matchup between defenses that really can't stop what the other offense excels at. Both offenses are going to have big games. Uh, yeah, I'll take the over 49 and a half there. Um, 
Give me, I'll tell you what, give me the under 40 and a half Patriots Colts. The Colts might not score 10 points. And the Patriots might score 20 points. <laughs> like, it's not like their offense is that great. But now no. that you've got Sam Ellinger for Indy, there's no Jonathan Taylor. He's ruled out. Naheem Hines is on the Bills. Like, I, I, I don't know what the Colts are going to do. Like, I, I can. This is a classic Belichick type game to where he's like, I don't have to score 30 to beat you. I, I, I've got to score 13, right? I'm just going to stop you. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'll take the under 40 and a half in that one. I don't want anything to do with Bills and Jets. Uh, the Rams plus three in Tampa. You can go ahead and feed me that one. Like, everybody on the planet is betting Tampa Bay because they're at home and the Rams are coming off a loss. And I get it. I'm not saying that the Rams are that great of a football team. Uh, but Tampa, <laughs> like, you're not going to run all over them. Like, and, and Los Angeles is pretty, like, keen on bouncing back. Yeah, you can give me the Rams plus three on that. Uh, and that's all I got, man. About you. All right, I'm gonna go Chargers minus three. My Falcons secondary is just all banged up, so I think Herbert's gonna have a big game. Uh, the Chargers are two and one straight up and three and zero oh against the spread uh, on the road. Uh, and I'm not against that over uh, that that you had as well. I, I would buy the half point from 49 and a half to the key number of 49, though. Uh, I'm gonna go with Buffalo minus. Uh, Six and a half or seven in the first half against the Jets. The Jets are one and three, both straight up and against the spread in four home games. Um, and I, but I just don't want to lay double digits, but I, I think we can hit Buffalo in the first half, kind of like I did last week on Sunday night. And I'm glad I did that because, you know, Packers got that backdoor um, cover. Um, I, man, I, I, there's a, a lot of injuries that I don't know about yet. I, I'll so say that. Pause I, right there. Pause right there. Yeah, so yeah. that's exactly why I brought that up before we jump into the segment, that there are so many injuries around the league. So, like, be careful. Um, you know, the plays that, that I had just mentioned that you would mentioned, like, those are the ones we feel good about for sure. But give yourself some time here. Like, you're not going to see a bunch of line movement in all the games. Like, if you see something big come out, yeah. Like, Ryan Tannehill is ruled out that line's going to go crazy, right? But give yourself time here. Like, you don't have to place everything today. So I just wanted to, to say that one more time because this is a dangerous week with a lot of injuries. So continue, please. Yeah, and, and I'm a little worried about the weather in Chicago. But That's I... another thing. Pause again. I'm sorry. That's another <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah. There is wind everywhere this weekend in the NFL. I know it sounds stupid, but that is an absolute great point. Be absolutely careful, both in college and the NFL, especially if you're in an area. Give yourself a minute. Check the weather. It might not be a ton of rain and storms, but there is going to be wind, like a significant amount of wind. It sounds weird, but there will be. Do yourself a favor, Brian. Excellent freaking point on that. Ain't nothing weird about it, man. Up north in November, December, you always got to check the weather, especially if you're talking about totals. But, I mean, I'm somewhat interested in maybe – the Dolphins, but I, I you know, I want to wait till we get closer to Sunday. I want to know about the wind and how cold it is because just because the Dolphins, you know, and they're right, traveling. Let's, let's, break down. let's break it down. All right, so Dolphins are a four-and-a-half-point favorite on the road at Chicago. Yeah, check the wind there. Uh, yeah. Total of 45-and-a-half here, okay? So I'll just give you this. So we've done our projections here at Sportsline, okay? We've got a final score prediction, 28-21. Miami. Now, that's just our computer simulations, and we haven't factored in 
any type of weather just yet. So, I mean, these things move constantly. But I'm with you. It's a weird game because, and, and I'm asking you this. I'd love your thoughts. We see Justin Fields look good multiple times now, right? Like, look good. That said, Miami's defense is pretty damn good. Miami's offense pretty damn good. Yeah. Bears just traded Roquan, just yeah. traded Robert uh, Quinn. Yeah, like that's the problem. So, yeah, go ahead, man. Break that down. Well, I, I was just going to say I, I'm potentially interested in Miami, but I would probably need it to be four. Um, uh, you know, what I would really rather, I would rather Chicago get out to a 7 nothing lead and get a live bet where I can get the Miami at yeah. uh, two and a half or, le- you know, less than a field goal. That's what I would really like. Um, but I, I don't know. I just want to get all the injury intel. I just don't think, unless it's like terrible, but if it's terrible win, that's huge advantage Chicago. The colder it is, huge advantage Chicago. Huge. I mean, these boys live in South Florida. It's still still and 90 degrees. A lot. It's, it's, it's still 90 degrees in the afternoon in Miami. So, but I, yeah. Um, all right, let's play a game with this one. Let's play a game with this one, all right? Team totals. You tell me where you'd go with either. Okay. Bears, 20 and a half. Uh, under. Dolphins, 24 and a half. Over. All right. So that means obviously the Dolphins, clearly. <laughs> know, it's tough, dude. Like, and, and, you know, what we've seen is that, you know, we always talk about, like, you know, football game of inches, et cetera, all that. This year in college and the NFL, like one play, one flag, like can literally change the outcome of a game. So Texas, I mean, Texas could be eight and right now. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, let me throw out a stat on that for uh, Sark. Uh, since he got to Texas, one and six, both straight up and against the spread in seven road games. And K State's nineteen and six against the spread last twenty five as a home dog. All that said, I I was leaning K State, but I've got. Too many uh, people I respect absolutely love Texas, so I'm probably staying away. Yeah, I feel you on that, man. But I'm I sorry. Back to the NFL. No, 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 no. It's good, dude. Like, I mean, this is what this show is for, dude. Let's break it down. Okay, let me ask you one more question, then we'll, we'll jump over to uh, to anything. Do we have UFC this weekend? You know what? I Well, I was looking so, at the script, Even if we do, it's not anything big. I got you. No, no, no. I was just asking, like, just, you know, in thoughts. Um, what are you going to do Monday Night Football? All right, we've got the Ravens at the Saints. Ravens, two-and-a-half-point favorite, total of 48. All right, the Saints beat the hell out of the Raiders, although there was some illness thing going around with Las Vegas, even though I don't believe in them, and I think their coach is an idiot. I do not like Josh McDaniels at all. They should have uh, stuck with that interim coach who did a good job last year. Basaccia, Basakia, whatever. That's, yeah. So, okay, but the Ravens, John Harbaugh can go idiot as well, um, especially with Justin Tucker. So Ravens, two-and-a-half-point favorite, total of 48 in New Orleans. Like, here, I'm going to say this, and I'll, I'll, I'll th- give it to you. Besides those two pick sixes, right, at the end of the half for Andy Dalton, other than that, he's actually played pretty well. Like, he is, he's put up points. The defense has gotten better. He's played better than I thought that he would. But your thoughts? You know, man, um, 
New Orleans offense finally, you know, showed yeah. a little bit of life uh, last week, and uh, Baltimore is number 28 against the pass. Uh, do we know about Landry? Or I know Michael Thomas is out, right? Um, are, yeah. are they maybe getting Jarvis Landry back? Let's see. I'm not sure. I uh, still listed as questionable. Uh, and, you know, Lattimore, their best cover corner, still listed as questionable. Uh, so I kind of want to, you know, I want to find out about some injuries on this one, and it's not till Monday. So I really don't have any opinion right now. Yeah, it's tough, man. Um, I feel like this game is going to be a blowout either way. Um, man, what what do you what do you? Or I'm sorry, finish that thought. And then no, I'll no, 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 no. That was pretty much done. Like, I had all right, all right. what do you you think? Green Bay right writes the ship and, and finally, you know, plays well, or or. Here's the you problem. Know. All right. So, all right. You asked a great question. Okay. Packers, three and a half point favorite. Total of 50. All right. I was just thinking about this game before we went on the show. Like, yes. Green Bay should be able to have success against Detroit. That being said, it takes so damn long for this Packers offense to go because it's three yards and in. However... When we saw Aaron Rodgers actually open it up a little bit, he was hitting them. So I don't know what I don't well, know. Well, if what there's off- any any defense to open up the offense against, it's Detroit. It's this. That's what I'm saying. It's like I don't know. I don't know what the goal is in Green Bay. Like, yes, you don't have Devontae Adams. I get it. Uh, I'm seeing other wide receivers in the NFL that can run routes. Like Green right, right. Bay acts like they they just cannot run routes. Like what? Like I, I don't I do not understand the plan. I think they're gonna be able to run. I think they're gonna be able to pass. I'll tell you what, give me the over fifty. That's what I was Detroit, about to say. Because Detroit's home games have been flying over like and the they Philadelphia. Can score game. On that defense too. That defense is a sieve. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I was thinking, the over. And I see some forty nine and a halfs, and so maybe by the half point to forty nine because it's a multiple of seven. But uh so the Philadelphia game, Detroit at home, obviously, was seventy three. Um the Seattle game at Detroit was ninety three combined. And then last week, and they hardly scored at all in the second half, and it was fifty eight combined. What was the score at halftime of, of Miami Detroit? Detroit is it was twenty seven seventeen, wasn't it? At half, Something I like think. That. Yeah, something like that. So I, I'm thinking the over on that one, just because indoors and, and Detroit's three home games have had 58, 93, and 73. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I feel you. All right. Okay. So you asked about UFC. I don't have yep. any picks, but there is a card. Marina Rodriguez against Amanda Lemos in the main event. The co-main Daniel Rodriguez against Neil Magny. I don't really – I don't have anything there. Um, but I'll have some NBA picks on Twitter if anybody wants to check my Twitter in a little while. Nice. All right, perfect. All right, uh, to end the show, really, all I've got the rest of the weekend, do you have anything NBA, like anything? Man, I have not uh, been able to look at the injuries yet, so I, I, I don't, man. Yeah, I got you, I got you. Um, the last thing that I have, and we'll end the show on this, the World Series, we got game six Saturday at 7.03 p.m. Central. Uh, it moves back to Houston. Houston leads the series three to two uh, off of last night's big win for the Astros. Um, Astros are uh, minus 145 money line favorite total of seven. Uh, yeah, go ahead and bet Houston. Like I, I really felt whoever won game five was probably going to win game six. Like Philly lose Philly getting no hit 
and then losing like they did last night. And let me say this, Justin Verlander, he's Justin Verlander. He's a beast. The Astros number two, Framber Valdez, is better than, Ju- than Justin Verlander. He is a beast. Now, the Phillies are going to have Zach Wheeler on the mound. And look, I-, I get it. These are two great teams. I'm not saying that, that Philly, you know, I'm not counting them out, like, so to say, but I pretty much am. Like, it's good luck. Like, it, you, you kind of screwed up the last two games. You know, your big guys just stopped hitting them, and the Astros I, can hit, hit, hit. Yeah, go ahead. I was thinking Mattress Mac, Matt was such a dumbass not to hedge uh, when they were down 2-1. Now he's looking like a genius. He always is, dude. Our man is always <laughs> catching, like, $15 million bets and stuff. Yeah, uh, he went $75 million. On this, which That's would be insane. the biggest biggest payout in sports betting history. Well, I was gonna say, bro. As soon as we end this show, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna drive over to your house, and we're getting in the mattress business because right, right, right. Damn good. Uh, yes. Look, man. Again, like I'm not trying to denigrate the Phillies. They're an unbelievable team. I bet on them to win uh, the series. Um, Zach Wheeler. What was the series price? Uh, one seventy five. Like, I, I did it, like, right before. You know what I mean? This wasn't, like, an early, you know, few Right, right, right. Um, Zach Wheeler's a hell of a pitcher, but he's 0-1 with a 7.2 ERA already in the World Series. And Framber Valdez, dude, 1-0 already with a 1.4 ERA. I'm telling you, this dude is disgusting. Um, yeah, man. I What's that game? He, tomorrow night? Uh, yeah. Yeah, tomorrow night, 7, 7.03 Central. Um, I would bet Houston. I would bet Houston's team total over 3.5. Um, yeah. Like, Houston is the best team in baseball. They have been. And when you give them a reason to put you down, like, they're, they're not a Dodgers beat you 12 to nothing type team. They're going to get their four to six runs, as they always do, and just put you out. So, yeah, man, that's what I got. Take the Astros. Any final thoughts do you have for you the show? Um, well, look, I, I'm just NBA-wise. Now, again, I haven't had a chance to look at injuries, but look to fade uh, Brooklyn. There are two and six straight <laughs> yeah. up, one and seven against the spread. And maybe the Lakers got a little something going. They've, they've won back-to-back and covered. I thought they got pretty fortunate with the New Orleans game. So I, I'm not saying – I think I was saying last week, fade the Lakers. Um, what uh, do maybe, we do maybe, with Golden State tonight? Do we fade them with Steph out? Um, well, the line has jumped all the way to 11. Uh, and, you know, right, so we Or- missed it. Yeah, we New Orleans has had some injuries, too. Uh, it looks like Herb Jones. Oh, Ingram's back for New Orleans tonight. Oh, well, you know what? Uh, I-, I was doing all of New Orleans overs um, before Ingram got hurt. Uh, let me see, uh, let me look at Golden State here. Yeah, so, oh, wait, Wiggins is out. Clay is out. Draymond and Steph. So I, I don't know where they're going to get offense from. So maybe not the over. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm not against New Orleans laying all those all those points though. You say all, it's 11? Every, they got everybody back now. Yeah, you said it's eleven. Yeah, I think New Orleans is a, a legit contender this year if they're healthy. Yeah, they're when they're healthy, dude. They're a good basketball team for sure. Really right. good. I like it. I like it. All right. Any final thoughts, Jab, Brian? Good luck, ladies and gentlemen, and uh. Gold Tigers, and I've only sang Rocky Top once in my life, but I sang it all night when y'all beat the Knolls in the national title game. Uh, I, I don't mind singing Rocky Top again tomorrow night. I hope it happens. <laughs> I hope it happens, too. I think a lot of people do. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be live next Friday, same time, 2 p.m. Central. But until then, everybody, best of luck. Let's cash these tickets. We'll see you next week.
Good luck, everybody.